What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. This week's episode is how to know where your growth is, or we could call it how to set a goal and hit it, or we could call it (laughs) how to become the person who has the goal you want and it's easy for them, right? Because once you learn how to have the habit, the habit becomes easy. It's going to be the same way with your goal. And so today's show, I have broken into four steps. But before we dig into those, I, as I wrote all of these notes out, I realized that listening to it is going to be the number one thing you need to do, right? Obviously, stopping isn't in your best interest. (laughs) But the next thing you want to do, either right this minute or when you get done with the podcast, is to go to your show notes, right? That's going to be around the place you clicked the play button. There's going to be some words. And in those words is going to be a link. And that link, you're going to be able to sign up and get the worksheet. And I'm going to break these four steps down so that you can answer the questions in each step And by the time you get to step four, you'll be able to put them together and you'll get to visually see it and have your own map and plan for 2020. The other thing I'm including in there are the notes from this podcast. I don't normally do that, but when I thought about the workbook and the difference between the workbook and the actual podcast, I just wanted to make it easier, right? That way you can just go through, you can read the highlights of what I thought that I would say (laughs) and connect the two in any way that you need to. So let's dig in to episode 46, how to know where your growth is. So there's four parts to what we're going to talk about today, to how to know where your growth is. And the very first one is emotion. Okay. So we're going to look at the emotions you can expect and how to handle them when you experience them. Then we're going to look at what's the goal that you want to create and why. The third thing that we're going to do is we're going to take a snapshot of where you are today. And then in the fourth step, you're going to put two and three together right? Where you want to go and who you are today. And that is going to give you a map of your work to create that result. Okay. So let's dig in. The very first step is emotion. And I actually almost completely forgot about this. I had the other three parts and I was like, oh yeah, this is fantastic. And then as I was thinking about the things that you're going to run into that make this hard, It's going to be emotion and they're going to seem so uh, reasonable, right? They're going to feel like they've always been there and they're going to be things like overwhelm, confusion, uh, uncertainty, doubt, 
maybe even spinning or that feeling of being blocked. And so emotion is going to be what comes in and makes this feel hard. It's going to make growth and hitting your goal feel hard. And so I wanted to just give you a quick lesson in here on how to move through that emotion. And so the first step is awareness. You're going to get that awareness. Just just hearing me tell you to expect these emotions is going to like plant a seed for your brain that when these emotions happen, your brain's going to be like, ding, 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 ding. Something is happening that I was told might happen, right? It's going to have that like, something's happening and I, I think I knew this was going to happen. And so when you notice these emotions, I want you to stop, write down the emotion you're feeling and ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this emotion? And asking yourself that question is going to give you the thought. And you want to practice connecting your thoughts to your feelings. It's the ultimate sense of empowerment. Because our brains want us to believe that we feel overwhelmed because we have a lot to do. But it's not true. We feel overwhelmed because we're thinking the thought, I have a lot to do. Versus thinking the thought, I need to do these four things. They'll take X amount of minutes per thing. And I have these many spaces to do them, right? One version of that will feel overwhelming. And one version of that will feel like just very matter of fact, like, oh, yeah, okay. And so the stronger you get at connecting, okay, what emotions am I feeling now? And why? It will teach your brain that your emotions are caused by you. And what I love about that is when they're caused by you, that means they're in your control. Your brain only gives you these thoughts and these emotions because it's what it's used to. It's familiar. And so you are literally teaching your brain how to give you thoughts and feelings that are different than the ones you have now. And it starts with an awareness of what you currently have being served up to you. Okay. So there's two ways that you can do this. Now, one, right? Like the the first is I want you to practice catching yourself in real time. Just asking yourself, stopping and asking, how do I feel right now? Why? What am I believing? What am I thinking that's causing me to feel this way? Okay, so that would be ideal that you just randomly stop during the day and you check in with yourself and you figure out the answer. But here's two systematic ways. One of them is going to be that you plan your day, your work day. So so for example, say that you're like, okay, I'm going to work on my business from one o'clock until three o'clock. And what I want you to practice doing is when you start, ask yourself the question, how do I feel right now? What's the emotion I'm getting ready to use to drive me in this work? You might have to go through the exercise of identifying the sensations in your body. You might be like, oh, I don't really know what this sensation is called. And I want you to spend the time to do that work. It's worth it. This is part of mindset. And so you might say, okay, I feel this feeling in my chest. It's kind of fast. Um, It almost feels like there's like a movement coming from from like in my stomach up through my throat. Uh, My breathing is a little bit shallow. That might be the sensations. 
and you ask yourself, what's this feeling called? Have I ever felt these sensations before? What do I call them? And the answer might be frantic. And then once you've labeled it, right? So step one is find the sensation. Step two, label it. And step three is ask yourself why. Find the thought. Because when you get started, it's so interesting to me how often my brain does this is I'll get started with a project and I'm like, okay, what's the feeling? What's the emotion fueling me right now? How am I feeling? And sometimes the answer is frantic. Sometimes the answer is overwhelmed. And when I ask myself why and I look at like, oh, I'm creating this feeling myself, just in that awareness, I can put it down. I can be like, okay, no, I don't actually want to feel that. I don't need that emotion to get this work done. Okay, so that's that's one version of how you can check in with your emotions as you're figuring out and learning your growth. The second area is at the end of the day, just ask yourself, how did I feel today? And it could be like, what were the big emotions that I felt? But like, what were the predominant? Like, how did I feel most of the time? What stands out to me about how I felt? And do the same thing. Label the feeling and ask yourself why. Your emotions are the the quickest way to know your growth. They're like a a built-in alarm system that we have as humans. But somewhere along the line, we're taught to ignore them. We're taught to um, not listen, to even to believe that they mean something else. And this is something you want to be on the lookout for. Like when you feel an emotion, your brain is going to have a thought about the emotion, right? So you're going to be thinking, I have so much to do and you're going to feel overwhelmed. And then your brain is going to interpret the overwhelm with another thought. And so you just want to be on to that and knowing that your emotions are going to create kind of a spiral that's going to be easy to get lost in. But if you don't address the emotional side of learning where your growth is, it's going to like it, they're going to be what slow you down and stop you. If you don't see your emotions, right, and you just stay in overwhelm, it's going to be a lot harder to bring the great ideas that you do have to life. Okay? So that's step 1 of knowing where your growth is is to be on the lookout for emotions expect them and start training your brain that you are the creator of them and that none of them are good or bad and they don't mean anything and that it's all okay right that that's part of the experience and that sounds kind of funny but our brains really do need to hear that so step two decide where you want to go decide what the goal is that you're you're creating that you're striving towards and why you want it right so it's two parts what's the goal you want to set and why do you want that goal right so let's look at these two separately the goal is going to be about who you become now often we just set a money goal and we're like yeah i want to create a fifty thousand dollar business or a hundred thousand dollar business and then we get stuck we're like yeah but i don't i don't know how to do that or (laughs) i know how but i'm not doing it and so I want you to really think about who is the person who has a $50,000 business? What are they thinking? What are they not thinking as much anymore? How do they feel? Uh, Why do they feel that way? 
what kind of habits do they have? And a $50,000 business, I, I did, did some math to, to make it simple because sometimes it's easier to actually think in clients because money is going to be created by having clients, which means that the person you're going to have to become is the person who creates clients, who puts out content, who draws them in, who is the person that they don't want to work with. And so a $50,000 goal, if you charge $3,000 for a six-month package, is just like 17 clients, okay? So if that's your 2020 goal, then you're saying, okay, how do I become the coach who works with 17 clients? How do I become the coach? For some of you right now, I'm not saying you have to charge $3,000 for six months. Some of you are going to be like, I do three-month packages, I charge this, and it's going to be a lot of work to get your brain to the next place just listening to a podcast. So don't try and go there, okay? But I want you to look at what is the goal you want and then just look at it in money and clients. And I want you to then ask yourself, who is that person? This is gonna be part of what you do in the workbook. You're gonna write out who they are because who they are is different than who you are right now. I just think about like, The example of sports, right? The person who can, oh, oh my gosh, this is the best. It's like sports, but different. (laughs) Singers, right? Have you guys ever sung along to a song and you're like, holy crap, this song is long. (laughs) I have to, I have to sing all of the verses versus like Beyonce or whoever they're on stage for an hour or however long concerts are singing their songs And they just sing them back to back to back. And yet as a normal human who doesn't exercise their singing diaphragm lungs, it feels hard to sing one entire song. And then we think about Beyonce's dancing and singing and, you know, trying to keep her clothes together. And so she is the person because she has learned all the different pieces and parts, right? It's not just thoughts. It's not just feelings. It's also habits but they all tie together. And you just aren't the person yet who has the goal you want. This isn't good or bad, but it's in a great awareness because as soon as you can be okay with not being that person, your brain can say, okay, how do I become the person? And you're gonna already tell it that answer, at least in this podcast, okay? So what's the goal that I want? Who, is, who will I be to have that goal? Now, You might say, your brain might be saying right now, I don't know. I want you to just guess. I want you to write down what your brain does know. Because your brain knows where your growth is. And you just are practicing asking it questions and helping it answer. Asking it questions and then approaching it from a curious energy so that when you ask your brain gives you answers rather than like closing up like a clam and like, nope, got nothing, okay? So the second step is deciding where you wanna go, but here's the second part to this and why. So we set a goal, right? For this, for the sake of this podcast, we're gonna say your goal is $50,000 and 17 clients. So then the question becomes why? Why do you want this goal? And knowing the answer to this is going to be the fuel that helps you actually create it and bring it to life. Now, what I have discovered is that there are two types of people when it comes to knowing your why. 
There are versions of you guys out there who are just naturally very driven and passionate and like you just, right, hustling is easy, doing this stuff is easy because you want your business, right? It just like, like it calls to you. <laughs> the new Frozen 2 movie, that was my, my reference there in case you didn't know what I was thinking. <laughs> And so there's going to be those of you. And so you're going to want to know your why because it's going to help you to stay like on track to keep your brain remembering what you're doing and why you want it. And this is going to help even out that fuel and that passion you have and teach you how to create it for yourself on demand. Okay. And so this can look as simple as writing down every single day, 10 or 15 or 20 reasons why you want to create $50,000 business, why you want to create a business where you coach 17 clients. Now, the second type of person who, who's going to approach their why every day is the person who's like, I really want this result, but I'm definitely not feeling the way that other person is feeling. It's kind of hard. And for you, I want you to know that this is totally normal. This is a part of the process. There's nothing wrong with you that you don't feel the same drive or that the action doesn't just like flow out of you like it does for other people. And the reason that their why sometimes is just needs like like wrangled and put into direction is because they have been thinking about and wanting this why for a really long time. And they've been working out the details and building up different areas. And the reason that I feel so certain in these two different types of people is because I am the first one in my business. But in other goals, specifically my weight loss goal, I am the second person. (laughs) And so you're going to be these types of people too in different areas. But what we're doing is we're teaching our brain to create any result. And so for you in this second category where maybe the action isn't as easy and you're a little slower to act, you might just be experiencing more negative emotion, but you want to focus on your why, same thing, 10 or 15 or 20 every single day. You're focusing on feeling your why, but for you, this is helping you to stay focused on why you want it so that your brain isn't focused on all the other stuff. You're teaching it to focus and build the why so that when you're in the moment, your brain remembers it, okay? So both types of people need to focus on their why. It doesn't matter which category you fall into. Knowing and focusing on why you want your goal is a game changer, okay? The third area of how to know where your growth is is to take a snapshot of where you are right now. And I did this for the first time uh, at a retreat in Cabo in November of 2017. And I wrote down just who I was in that moment. And I wrote down how many people were on my mailing list. And I wrote down how much money I'd made that year. And I wrote down how many clients I'd worked with and just kind of what my current habits were. I think I had a podcast then, um, posting, emailing, all those kinds of habits. But then I also wrote down how I was thinking. And what's really insightful is when you write down things that just, they're the, they're the thoughts that are consuming your brain. They feel very true and reasonable. 
And I want you to just write all of that stuff down. Because what you're going to find is that you're going to write down the stuff that tells you your work. And there's going to be thoughts in there that serve you. There's going to be thoughts in there that you want to remember to keep believing. And there's going to be other things in there that aren't helping you and that need to be taken out. But doing this practice right here of taking a snapshot of where you are right now today as the person who creates the result you create is that you're teaching your brain these are the things that create this result. So if I want a different result, I have to change these things because you don't get to feel overwhelmed and confused and uncertain 90 or 80% of the time, right? You already know what that creates. And so continuing to to hold those emotions for that amount of time is going to just keep getting you the same result, not a new and different result. I don't know if you've ever found a journal that you wrote from maybe when you were younger, maybe from last year, but this snapshot is going to be like a journal to you. It's going to be that snapshot of who you were because you aren't going to be the same person a year from now. You aren't going to believe the same thoughts. You aren't going to be thinking sometimes even the same stuff. And you're going to be you're going to get to look back at those thoughts and kind of reminisce. Maybe out of like, oh, I don't know about that. But other times out of just like like love for who that person was. And that they just kept going. Even though they believed that, they just kept going. And you're going to see things. Like when I look at my list from 2018, one of the things I wrote on there was, I still don't fully see how I'm creating my results. Like I know how I'm doing it, but it also kind of seems out of my control. And that was just something I was believing then. And so when I got to this year and I was creating my next snapshot, It was so fun to see how I don't ever think that thought anymore and lots of other ones. And so you want to create this snapshot of who you are now. But here's the caveat. Here's what you need to expect. And it's going to be that emotion is going to happen. Predominantly the emotion of judgment. And so expect that your brain may judge you when you take this snapshot. And I want you, if and when it happens, I want you to just catch it. I want you to write it down. How am I feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling judgmental. Why? And write out the thoughts and just see them. And the reason I say write them is because if you just leave them in your head, your brain's going to be like, yeah, no, that sounds really true. But when you write it down, you're going to write, I'm feeling judgmental of myself. Why? Because I'm believing this thought. And then it's almost like there's a switch. And the person who wrote it down is now no longer you. You are now reading the words that this person, this three second ago version of you wrote. And you're like, ah, yes. I see how that feels so painful then. Because you're believing that. I could see how that would be painful. Right? And you're going to have another awareness because you're practicing tying your emotions to your thoughts. Okay, so we've got the snapshot so far. We have where you want to go and why. We have who that person is who has that goal. And we know to be on the lookout for emotions because they're going to happen. 
The fourth and final step to this is that you're going to bring it all together. So you're going to take the part where you have a goal and you're going to put it with the part where you have who you are right now. And in the workbook, I I created on my whiteboard a visual for you of this. So I'm going to tell you about it here so you can see the image, but you can actually see the image in the workbook. And so on the left, I have a little stick figure of just who you are right now. And that's the version of you who creates however much money you created this year. So for for that example, I just put $25,000. So right now, the version of who you are, the, the combination of how you think, how you feel, the skills, the habits, that person easily creates $25,000. Okay. Now on the other side, and there's a bridge in between, is the version of you. Of course, it's a stick figure. And their goal for 2020 is to create $50,000 and 17 clients. And so what goes in between there are the pieces that you wrote out from step two as to who that person is that has that goal. Because your work is to become that person now. To look at and say, how do I think I'm going to feel when I've created a $50,000 business and I've worked with 17 clients? How am I going to feel? And you let your brain answer. And those answers might be proud. It might be accomplished. It might be um, love. It might be calm. And then your work right now today is to practice feeling those feelings now. And you can ask yourself, when I'm feeling calm, what am I believing? Oh, I'm believing everything's working. Mm, Right? So then you know that's what I need to practice finding evidence for right now. And the other part of this like bridge, right, this list of things you're going to write in there as your work is going to be your current thoughts and feelings because they're going to keep coming in and inviting you to believe them. The habit of thinking and feeling them is still going to be there. And so that's part of it is you want to expect that those thoughts and feelings are still going to be served up and you want to have a plan. How do I handle those emotions and those thoughts when they come? How would the version of me who has a $50,000 business handle that? How do I handle it without judgment? How do I just accept that it's okay that I feel these emotions and I let them be? I just let it be okay that I feel disappointed, for example, that a client quits. Yeah, I could feel that. Okay. Right? So you're going to have this list, these four steps And they're going to show you how to do your work. This is your brain showing you where your growth is. So let's recap. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to be aware and expect emotion, (laughs) right? You're going to have labeled it. Think like emotions that are probably going to happen. And and actually, there's probably going to be way more emotions because there's emotions that are going to happen on default. And then there's going to be the emotions you want to practice intentionally holding. So you want to expect default emotions are going to be things like uncertain, overwhelmed, confused, stuck. And then you are going to practice helping yourself 
tie in like I'm creating these. How am I creating them? Because as soon as you find that, that's when you're going to be like, okay, well, if I want to feel curious, what do I have to believe? Oh, I have to believe that this is all just data. Oh, I do feel curious then. I wonder what this data is telling me, (laughs) right? So you're approaching it expecting emotion, practicing identifying them and practice creating ones you want because you have the skill of seeing how you create them. Step two is you're deciding what the goal is you want and why and who it is the person that, that has that goal. Step three, you're taking a snapshot of where you are today, but judgment-free. And the final piece is that you're putting them together. You're creating that list from step two and three so that you have your game plan. And then you just start. You pick one thing off the list and you practice that habit. And that could be an emotional thing. That could be a thought that you're practicing believing then finding evidence for. It could be a skill or a habit. For me, when I did that list, one of the first things I picked off, this is when I was finishing my $120,000 year and coming into this year. And the thing I picked off there is I was like, you know what? The person who has a $100,000 business, she gets her money in order. And so that was the first thing I did is I was like, okay, how do I do this? I read a book. I restructured how I did it. I spent more time thinking about my money and how I wanted to structure it and how I wanted my business to look and why, right? And so that was a part of me building my business is because I was growing in that one very specific area because of who I was practicing becoming. And so for me, I have a three-year goal. And so when I set that three-year goal, I knew that in three years, every piece of what I was doing was to become the version of me who has a million-dollar business and has grown all the pieces and parts so that when I get there, one, I'll know what my next work is, and two, I will have already become that person. And so the reason I say it like that is because like with the money, the work that I did on my money was just like a phase one. And then later in the year, I had to do another phase of work on my money. And it's probably going to have to have another phase before I hit a million. And so the way I think about my money is just continuing to change. But my brain told me initially where the work was. And it was like, yeah, you need to get this organized and figured out. And so I just did what I knew how to do then. Now, I share that example with you, but that's not your work, right? I don't want you to set a three-year million dollar goal. I want you to set however many years it's going to take you to hit $100,000. Because no matter how long it takes, keep setting that goal. That is going to be the place where your brain, because of everything you have to do and change and become, that is going to be the point where your brain learns how you create your results. You can, you can actually learn it before that, but it's going to have gotten the habit by then. And it's going to get, it's going to get easier, but in a different kind of way. (laughs) I know it's very mysterious, right? (laughs) So I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast today. And again, wherever you pushed the play button to listen to this podcast, go to the notes that accompany that, click the button to download the workbook, fill out the workbook and outline your exact plan. Okay. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review. 
and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.